What's going on? Welcome to another episode of Millennial Moguls on the Move, the podcast created by millennials for the millennial who received their college degree, walked off stage, got to the bottom of the steps with that piece of paper in their hand, looked down at it and said, now what? I am your host, Shireen Hemingway, and might I say, woo, this week has been tough on you, girl. I won't lie. Um, I'll tell y'all more about my struggles throughout the episode, but first, how are my millennial mogul listeners doing? Um, prayers to everyone affected by the tornado in the South. I mean, as if a deadly virus isn't enough. Now we are out here ducking and dodging Mother Nature. Like, what's really going on? Um, what are y'all eating? Have y'all been to Walmart this week to boost your immune system? Because you will come in contact with some of everything at Walmart, I assure you. Uh, my weekly quarantine budget pretty much is traveling, zero dollars, entertainment, zero dollars, food and Amazon shopping, averaging one thousand dollars. Y'all, please get me and delete my PayPal account. I don't know what's going on. I'm so ready for the world to open back up. You have no idea. Oh, man. What else? Um, what are y'all watching on TV? Are y'all working out? I'm trying. Um, I'm trying to get back into it. I, I did box yesterday, so I'm happy about that. Um, are y'all drinking your water? And most importantly, have y'all been minding your business or have you been minding everybody else's business on their timeline? And if you have been, that's okay. Um, this is a safe space. Live in your truth. I promise you it will be okay. When was the last time you put on clothes clothes? Uh, last week, I did the uh, Don't Rush Challenge video with my line sisters for our Deltaversary, a nine years. And I will say for for a moment, I forgot how good it felt to dress up, like to put on a full face of makeup, do my hair, get a little lip. Like I even put in contacts and I haven't been wearing contacts during this season because it's a waste of money. But I got dressed up for that Don't Rush Challenge and it, it felt good. I had, you know, had my legs out, a little oil on my legs. Like your girl, your girl was out here. She was getting it. And after I recorded the video, I immediately took the makeup right back off and put on um, my sweats. And for a moment, as I was undressing, it occurred to me, I honestly don't remember the last time I wore a bra for two consecutive days. Like at this point, I'm convinced my bras think I've abandoned them and they file for unemployment. In this season, it can't go nowhere. Bras are only for essential workers. I, however, am not an essential worker, so I apologize in advance, but your girl will be neglecting her bras during this quarantine. Anybody else? Just me? All right. Hey, that's okay. I'll stand alone with that one. So what else is going on? Oh, yes. Uh, Easter or Resurrection Sunday was this past weekend, and it was very different. I won't lie. Um... For me, being raised in a Christian household, Easter weekend is a very big deal for us. Um, to reference the history and relevance of this day, uh, after being hung on the cross on Good Friday, Jesus was buried in the tomb, and three days later, he resurrected from the dead on Easter Sunday. 
Um, so we take this time very seriously to really just reflect on how thankful we are that we are so loved beyond measure. It's uh, also a time to stunt and show off your church outfit. Don't get it twisted. Easter Sunday is a whole mood, a whole fashion show. It's that time that your grandma and your auntie have been waiting on all year. They've been buying hats, trying on hats, getting hats ready. The Easter Sunday hat parade is a whole mood. And we didn't get to do that this year. We didn't get to put on the Easter Sunday outfits. We didn't get to have the Easter egg hunts with the kids outside. We didn't get to have the family together. Um, This was one of the first years I could not go home to Myrtle Beach for my family. And your girl was sad. So in addition to not being able to have an Easter Sunday service, we missed out on that good fashion. Because it was a time to stunt and show off your new church outfit. When I was younger, I was a huge tomboy growing up. I'm not even sure if people still use that term. But if you are a millennial or older, you know exactly what I mean when I say I was a tomboy. Uh, But growing up a tomboy, I did not like to play with Barbie dolls. Nor did I like to dress up like the Barbie dolls I saw kids playing with. I simply love reading books and playing basketball. That's it. Nothing more. So the Saturday night um, before Easter was a really tough time for me. It was the one time of year that my mom required me to get dolled up. There were no exceptions. And it was painful. So most years, you know, after a long weekend of playing outside and probably smelling like outside, my mom made us come in Saturday. We had we all had to get our hair washed and then sit down in front of the kitchen stove. Now, I know at this moment, I'm sure a lot of y'all are cringing because you know exactly what I'm about to say next. You ready? Yes. The infamous Madam C.J. Walker hot comb. Oh my God. So my mom would then proceed to place a hot comb on said stove in a jar of blue magic hair grease. And I didn't just say hair grease. I specifically said blue magic hair grease. Just by saying the name, I can already just smell the burning of that grease from getting my hair hot combed so many times as a child. Uh, To this day, I'm still a bit traumatized when I see Blue Magic in stores. But anyway, uh, after that painful experience of straightening my crinkles and my curls with that hot comb, um, if any of you were like me, I had to learn an Easter speech for church. And most of the time, I looked at that Easter speech for the first time the Saturday before the Sunday service. And then the next day, to compliment my new hair, I had to wear this dress with 99 and a half layers of ruffles, these itchy white ruffle socks to match, and the shiniest Dorothy-esque shoes I've ever seen. Then I'd have to go to church, try to sit and be cute, very uncomfortable, recite that Easter speech, all while the ends of my ears are irritated and scabbed from the hot comb burns. That was my experience. I hated having to get my hair hot comb for Easter Sunday. And the worst part about it is every time I got burned, 
my mom would blame me saying it's because I'm moving. It was not because I was moving. It was because you had this fire so close to my face and my body parts. I did. I, oh, when the perm came out, be clear. I felt like I was one of the first children in line to get a perm. I'm not even sure how old I was, but I knew the day I got a perm because I knew that would be the last day I would get my hair hot combed. And it was a monumental moment. But anyway, enough about me. That was a good story. Sorry. Well, unfortunately, I, uh, I'm i sad to say we, did, were, we were not able to experience that this year. Um, instead, we all had to attend Bedside Baptist. Hopefully, we dressed up. I did dress up just because I wanted to. Um, but most importantly, I hope that everyone was still able to find time to reflect and just realign their faith during this time. So, I mean, that was pretty much the week, you guys. Uh, Easter Sunday and then just woo chow. But uh, jumping right into today's episode, um, as the reality of this can't go nowhere season has really overwhelmed me this week, today's episode will be a borrowed hashtag that we're all familiar with. Pound WCW. But I'm going to actually just change the meaning of the word. And instead of Woman Crush Wednesday, I'm going to change it to Woo Chow Woo. And so since the last time we spoke, my life has really just been a collection of Woo Chow moments. So this episode, we're really just going to dig into some trending topics that are happening in culture and society that forces us to really take a moment to say Woo Chow. And my first Woo Chow candidate is... This additional $1,200, y'all, stimulus checks are being sent out. Although I do not qualify for one, I'm still in my feelings, but I will. I have been perusing the chatter around it. So there's some people who feel like it's a political ploy for the 2020 election. And then there's others who are just simply grateful, especially during a time where job security is uncertain. Um, this could just be an example of the classic saying, don't look a gift horse in the mouth and just say thank you. Take the money, spend it, but be smart with it, y'all. As of earlier this week, people have begun spending their stimulus check on food orders, gas, and money transfers to family and friends. I really would love one of these checks, but I don't. So I tried an experiment. And uh, I can personally attest that just yesterday, I sent out a few cash out requests just to see if there were some people who wanted to, you know, bless me with their stimulus blessings. And when I tell you, I was not disappointed by the participation. So to all of you who, you know, blessed me with, you know, a dollar or two here, I would like to say thank you. Your donations will definitely be put to good use as the weekend approaches. Yeah, yeah. Um, but on a serious note, I do hope that on a larger scale, uh, for the people who are not using this stimulus check to pay bills, please do not waste it on crab legs, but instead find a way to invest it. May I offer you the suggestion of grouping, um, with a few other stimulus check recipients and investing in a property or investing in a business, just food for thought. As we are all, you know, millennial moguls, it is important to remember that a small investment today could yield a larger reward later. 
So while this is a woo child moment, it can also be a woo child opportunity. I like that. Woo child opportunity. Who y'all? Um, my biggest woo child moment this week was check on your strong friend. Y'all know your girl had my whole 2020 book tour schedule, you know, awful of book tour, come one, come all, we selling books. I had a book tour schedule from January to early fall. And when I tell you everything, everything, everything has been canceled or postponed. I'm honestly not okay, but I'm processing the best way I can, y'all. Like, I'm struggling. At this point in the year, I normally take a vacation out of the country and I've prob and I would have probably added thousands of road trip and miles on my car. None of that has happened. The fact that I have not been on one flight all of 2020 is a whole problem. I need y'all to understand. The breaking point for me was the Essence Festival announcing the cancellation of this summer's Essence Festival on Twitter that says, and I quote, oh my God, we are confirming today that we will no longer move forward with the 2020 Essence Festival of Culture Live Experience and look forward to returning to New Orleans in 2021. Y'all, please check on your strong friends. We are struggling during this quarantine. There's another post that says, when outside opens back up, I'm getting to the club so early, I'm going to help the DJ set up. Although I don't go to the club like that, I fully understood what my good sis meant because when outside opens up, I'm going to be outside. Y'all invite me to everything. I regret the things I turned down in the past because I, I I want them back. So invite me to every single thing because when outside opens up, I am going to be outside. I also fully understand like what Usher meant when he said it's been 5011 days, umpteen hours, because at this point, I honestly no longer use a calendar. Is, is really no point. I'd even go as far as to say, like, I'd trade about eight cousins on my dad's side to end this quarantine. Because y'all can really just throw 2020 away. Unplug it, reboot it, blow the cartridge, and give me my refund for my 2020 planner because I am over it. My next woo child woo for today. Uh, first... It was my good sis, Elizabeth Warren, who dropped out of the 2020 presidential election. And now my good sir, Bernie Sanders, has joined her on the sidelines. It looks like Joe Biden has another endorsement from one of his former opponents. Almost a week after ending his presidential campaign, Bernie Sanders officially endorsed Joe Biden to be our next president. On Monday, Bernie joined Joe on his live stream, officially endorsing him as he spoke about the changes that need to happen within the U.S. Bernie said, today, I am asking all Americans, I am asking every Democrat, I'm asking every independent, and I'm asking a lot of Republicans, (laughs) come together in this campaign to support your candidacy 
which I endorse. After getting this news, um, we now have Elizabeth Warren, Bernie Sanders, and Barack Obama endorsing Joe Biden to be our next president. In the words of one of my good sisters on Facebook, Joe 2020, girl, I guess. But my real question is, like, can Obama run for VP, chief of staff, executive producer or something? Because woo child woo. I need him. I need him back in D.C. and, and close to the White House. But anyway. My last uh, Wu Chao Wu moment this week that I want to talk about is the post that says, what word would make a cute baby name if it didn't mean something else? When I first read this post, my immediate response was simply, woo, mm, this about to be interesting. But as I began digging deeper and deeper into those comments, y'all, my woo quickly turned into a woo child woo. People will take that inch you give them and run completely slam out. When I tell you some of these names, uh, but really quickly, in no particular order, here are a few of my favorite and most ridiculous baby name suggestions. Number one, omelet. Little baby omelet. Hey everyone, this is my this is my daughter Omelet. Mm-mm, that ain't gonna work. Uh, the next one, Areola. Yep, you heard it, Areola. I want is that a girl name or boy name? Like, can you name a little boy Areola? Come here, Areola. I don't know about that one. Uh, alopecia. Yep, alopecia. Uh, these next few are a bit creative. Uh, Valgina. I'm gonna spell it for you so there is no confusion. It's V A L space Gina. Or Gina. Is it Valgina or Valgina? Can somebody chime in and let me know if I'm reading this correctly? The next one, along the same lines of Valgina, is Clitoris. C-L-I space T-O-R space I-S. Clitoris. So you're going to have like twins like Valgina and Clitoris? Like, like, wait. Y'all got, y'all got too much time on y'all hands. Um, the next one would be lasagna, but it's not spelled like the lasagna you used to eat in um, at Olive Garden. This lasagna is spelled L-A apostrophe Z-A-N-Y-A. Lasagna. It's cute the way it's spelled, but it's still lasagna. And I don't, I don't know what to do with that. Like I can't, I can't call, I don't see me calling a child lasagna. I just don't. And last but certainly not least, I think this one kind of sums up how everyone's feeling right now. Corona, COVID, the virus. And I'm going to say it one more time in case you did not hear me. Corona, COVID, the virus. (sighs) Y'all are aggravating. Oh, y'all are aggravating. Uh, the virus, boy. I've had enough. Well, this last segment is called Millennial Crush Mogul or Pound MCM. 
this is a part of the show where we like to shout out millennial moguls who are doing amazing things that have a positive impact on our society and our culture. This week's MCM goes to dun, da, 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 Selfish Babe. If you haven't heard of Selfish Babe, go and download the app right now. Uh, this is a free self-love app created by 28-year-old sis. I, I'm going to try not to mess up your name. Olanaki? Olianki? I'm going to go with Olianki Osi. I'm sorry. I hope I, hope I got your name right. Um, but yeah, 28 year old Olianki OC, um, where users receive daily affirmations and self love reminders to their phones that's going to remind them to put yourself first. With over 135,000 global users and counting, doing this quarantine, take time to focus on yourself with the Selfish Babe app. It's free to use. You simply just go to your app store, download it, and create an account. Um, last year, my best friend told me about it, and I downloaded it. And from then, from that day on, I, I was pretty much sold on the app. I mean, those quotes definitely come right on time all the time. So big shout outs to, I'm messing it up again, Olaniki. Olianki OC, I'm so sorry, sis, if I mess up your name, um, with her Selfish Babe app for being our Millennial Crush Mogul of the Week. I'm so proud of you, sis. Congratulations on that. Keep being amazing. As 135,000 users, like, that is so big. Yeah, download the app, Selfish Babe, B-A-B-E. Uh, so to wrap up the show, man, um, I just want to hang out with you guys for a little bit. I really didn't have much of a topic, but I wouldn't just talk about some things that were fun in society today. But uh, again, thank you guys for, for joining me on this episode of Millennial Moguls on the Move podcast. Uh, to our listeners, please follow us on Instagram at Millennial Moguls on the Move and on Facebook and Twitter at M Moguls Podcast. Again, M Moguls Podcast. Again, I am your host, Shireen Hemingway. Be safe, wash your hands, and I can't wait to chat with you all next time. Bye.